Hello, everyone. This is Terry Lynn Dupree, and this is Evolving Always Productions. And as always, we have phenomenal guests that can either inspire you mentally, physically, and financially, sometimes all three. This is an amazing woman that I have with me today, Shaquana from Brewing Hearts um, Tea Company. She is amazing. She's a sweetheart, just a beautiful person, so inspiring. So you'll, you know, just get a lot from just listening to this, this podcast right here. I will have um, links for you to connect with her on Instagram. So definitely, definitely do that. I highly recommend and try her product. You will not be disappointed. Her product is great for you, but they also make great gifts. And um, I'll explain more in detail why they make like some of the best gifts in the world. But anyway, Saquana, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thank you for the beautiful introduction. Um, I'm so happy to be a part of this. And yay. yay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just so happy to have you. You're just such an amazing person. And I'm going to say something about Shaquana's Instagram again. Obviously, on her Instagram is how you get her amazing product, her brewing heart tea. She has all different ice of flavor, they're herbal tea, so they're healthy for you. But what I really love about Shaquana's product, and it's true to just Shaquana, is that she made her tea bags heart-shaped. That's why you heard it, heart-shaped tea bags. I just thought this was like the most beautiful idea. Branding is just amazing. She's a super intelligent woman. And I love it. Like I said, I love the product for myself, but they just make great gifts because you give somebody a gift like they're gonna be like, wow, you know, a tea lover. Oh my gosh, the, the tea bags are heart shaped. You know, they'll never forget it. So um, you will have the information to connect to her because you can shop right off of her Instagram. And I highly recommend you do that because she just has such amazing flavors, products. She also deals with other things like candles, heart-shaped candles. You know, it, it, the list goes on. But one thing you know is, is that she really puts her heart in her business. Um, you know, she fills it with a lot of love. And that's the other thing I love about Shaquana as well. So Shaquana, we're going to talk about a little, you know, unknown facts about you today. Um so I'm going to have to ask, because this one is a curious, curious one to me, because, of course, I think about the song Georgia. Ray Charles is, like, ringing in my head right now. So why is Georgia your least favorite state to live in? Um, I, I This is my first time, like, living in a suburban area. And it's just so secluded where I live. And when I actually do go to Atlanta, which is about um, 40 minutes away, it's not a good time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like I, I lived in better places um, like New York and Miami. I also lived in China and Dominica for a couple of months. And Georgia is just at the bottom of the list. The only good thing about it is I really like like my home, like where I live. But other than that, I don't recommend. I feel like I enjoyed it more when I used to visit. But now that I'm actually here, um, it's a no. <laughs> yeah, is it kind of like the weather? Um, the people are just taking so long to get to the actual, I guess, city, so to speak. <laughs> I... I, it may be the people, um, they're just different. I think in this part of the South, people are like nice and nasty. <laughs> so it's weird having a conversation with people that like aren't direct. It's like, um, oh, I understand what you're saying. And that makes sense too, because when you think about the fact that you live in New York, the people are very direct in New York. And you gotta appreciate it. You you definitely know where you stand with them. <laughs> they, they leave no room for doubt. You're right about that. And that is the biggest difference, I will say, from the South to the North. People are very, you know, friendly in the South, but like like you said, sometimes you don't know where you stand necessarily. <laughs> yeah. So that that's a good point. A good point indeed. And then too, if you're someone that likes seasonal type weather. Though, though Georgia can get a little cold, not so much. <laughs> yeah, and surprisingly, the last two years, it's been 
really cold. Like um, in the winter time, we will get days where, like in the 30s, I'm like, whoa, this did not used to happen. Like this winter, yeah, it actually snowed. Yeah, yeah, that's surprising for Georgia because Georgia doesn't, like you said, have that that much. I remember one year it snowed in Georgia, and it was like, oh my gosh, it was like a major deal because it was like so much traffic jams. It was like hours and hours people were stuck on the roads because it's just it's an unusual event there, obviously. So yeah, I totally can relate. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, it actually snowed this year, and it was the same, like, hectic on the road. I stayed home and just listened to what happened, <laughs> but, um, you know, it didn't stick or anything, but just the fact that it was snowing and ice, um, there was so many accidents out here, too. Yeah, because they're not, they're not used to it. Yeah, it's totally different from, like, because, like you said, you used to live in New York. It's totally different, so they're, they're not used to that. Um, and you were saying that you lived in China. How did you enjoy that, by the way? I loved it. I can't wait for, like, the restrictions to be lifted so I can go again. Oh, wow. Was there a certain part of China that you were staying in at the time? Yes. Yeah, so I studied abroad. So I was there for about a year. I stayed in Shanghai. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, Shanghai is really nice. Yes. Oh, um, Gosh, what a great experience. So that was one of the areas that you studied abroad. What where else did you study? Um, that was the only place I studied abroad. Um, I lived in Dominica because my friend moved there and I helped her move and just like get adjusted. And this was right after I graduated college. So I'm like, when else am I gonna get the chance to live internationally for a couple of months so i was just like you know what um i'm gonna help you move and gonna be readjusted and get used to everything and then i'll go home and get my life together (laughs) i love it i love the mindset oh my goodness love it so much okay so um you said your career goal is to be a serial entrepreneur i think you're way on your way on that so so what are some other things you're thinking about doing one of my dreams is to be um, a lingerie and underwear designer. I can see that. Yes. Yeah. You have really great taste. So I definitely can see that. Oh, my goodness. So you're just trying, probably trying to look to see who you can connect with in regards to that, right? Yeah. And the startup cost is, it's a lot. Like, it's even more than, you know, starting the tea business. So maybe the tea business will help me get there. Um, and I also want to expand the tea business. Like, I actually want a brick and mortar shop. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea for you. And also, too, you're probably trying to get, are you trying to get Brewer Hearts, like, in other stores as well? Yes, that is my goal. Um, for 2023, like, now I'm working on redoing the packaging so once i get that upgraded it will be hopefully in many stores and restaurants i think that would be so amazing and also too are you on amazon as well i wasn't sure if you're on amazon or not no i'm actually not on amazon yeah because that might that might be something that would help propel you as well i'm not sure but it's, it's something to think about um, I, I tell you right now, I, I see your product everywhere. You, you got the, the most awesome name, first of all. <laughs> I mean, in a heart-shaped tea bags. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I think it's super amazing. And then it would be nice for you to have, like, little cute brewing heart uh, shops. You can make them, like, franchises, actually. Mm-hmm. And so where people just come in and they enjoy tea. <laughs> the different types of tea in the heart-shaped bags. I, I can see it. I, I love the concept. I, I am, I'm pulling for you. I, I see all of that mentally. And the lingerie idea, that's such a great idea because that, that is sort of your personality. But you know, what a lot of people don't know, which is why I highly recommend people to follow you on Instagram is you are so witty with words. <laughs> and that is all over your Instagram because I keep telling you you need to create a tea book. <laughs> so does that in the near future, I hope. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've been thinking about like, okay, I I want a digital product, so is 
it's either like I put together all the tea memes that I make and I don't know, maybe people could gift it or I'm, I've been doing a lot of tea cocktails and mocktails. So I'm thinking of either making an ebook with those. So I'm, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> ebook with that. I, that's such a great idea. The cocktails, so they can make different concoctions use, utilizing your tea, right? Yeah, because I think some people, I mostly do herbal teas for now. Um, I'm going to expand to actual tea because herbal tea is not considered tea. Um, so a lot of people are like, oh, you know, they don't like it or they just don't know that much about it. But I just think they don't know how to make it. So yeah, that's probably pretty much it. <laughs> but but I love that the concept of you coming up with a uh, downloadable for that, because I think that would be really huge in regards to the I call it the tea um, coffee table book, but we can't really say a coffee. But you know, everybody says the coffee table, but we need to make it a tea table. <laughs> yeah. Your book up there with your witty sayings, because they, oh my gosh, you're so witty. I like absolutely love it. It's such a joy. So, again, definitely check out her <laughs> Thank Instagram. You. You, you won't be, <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Um, so, you are um, you kind of from a big family. You're the second out of five kids. How did that work out in life? It's good. Um, it was noisy. <laughs> um, but I love having so many siblings. It's like, you know, automatic friends. Um, when I was younger, though, I realized I always need quiet time. So I used to, like, lock myself in the bathroom to read because <laughs> um, the bathroom was basically the only place in the house that was quiet <laughs> and I could see that because I, I think it, I would be correct to say you're an introvert right yeah I, yeah I think I'm a combination but mostly introvert <laughs> yeah I, I'm like that too that's why I say that because yeah I'm a combination as well um, but I would say that and I definitely I definitely, like you said, need that quiet time. I was fortunate growing up, though, because um, I was adopted, and two of my brothers were actually old enough to be my parents, so they were not in the home. And then one brother was in trouble all the time, so he wasn't home too much either. Um, so I did get some of that time, or maybe that's why I'm the way I because I take a lot of that time. I don't know. But I do like um, to read and, and to reflect and to think I need that time, you know, so I can't, you know, be around people that are talking, talking, talking all the time. Yeah. Um, and that reflects, like, even my friendships. Like, I need a break from, you know, I love you guys, but I need a break. And people, I think sometimes people get offended thinking like, oh, if you're my friend, you should be around me all the time. It's just like, I can't. <laughs> especially as an entrepreneur. That, that's the thing because see you know we're self-employed both of us and so it's so critical that we have that thinking time to get our ideas in to write our ideas down even if they don't, they're not being worked at the time we want that time to write them down to think about them you know what I'm saying yeah. um, to get things in and that takes thinking and you can't think if you're around people and they're talking and they're talking and they're talking and, and it does get hard because some people are social butterflies. They just want to be around people. So it's, it's a different take. Um, so I, I get it. I trust and believe. I totally understand. Um, but that's how you're going to get to next level. That's how you're going to be a serial entrepreneur. And um, then they're going to be like, well, how did that happen? It happened because you had time to think. <laughs> and get <things. laughs> um, so, um, what was I getting ready to say? So what gave you the idea for Brewing Hearts, the heart-shaped tea bags? How did that come about? Um, I knew I always wanted to do a tea company, but I also wanted to have a way where like people are spreading love. I just feel like the world just needs love, like um you know, I don't know if I do a good job showing it, but one of my main um, goals is to also just have people love themselves, love others. Um, one thing about like living in a capitalist society, which I appreciate, but the downside is I just feel like people, um, people just don't do things with the right intention. 
Um, I'm hoping that I can either inspire or lead an example where people feel like they can just do things out of the kindness of their heart. (laughs) So um, I just really wanted to get that message across. And I was like, you know what? How do I do this with tea? Like, how am I going to make a love tea? (laughs) And, um, you know, I brainstormed for a while. I was just like, you know, I'm going to change these tea bags. Like, I'm going to do hearts and... Yeah, so now I have just heart-shaped products, um, and I'm hoping even just looking at a heart could inspire somebody to either feel love or give love. That's that's it, and 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 that's why your product really resonates with me. I mean, I I fell in love with it right away because I'm like, first of all, it's ingenious. Oh my goodness, it is really ingenious what you came up with, and then it's growing hearts, heart-shaped tea bags. And, uh, you know, I know I've said this already a couple of times for people that are listening, but this not only is a great product for you, but for any tea lovers in your family, they're just never going to forget a gift like Growing Hearts Tea. They'll never forget you giving them uh, heart-shaped tea bags. They won't forget it. It's just amazing. So, um, and then, of course, like you said, you have other products now, which is what I love, you know, um, all the other stuff that you have coming out. It's just super amazing. Uh, just so smart. Now, I want to give you a shout out in regards to Pinterest, because I know recently you kind of decided to give Pinterest a try. Tell us about that journey. Okay, so I had a Pinterest. I just didn't do anything with it, or I will post like one every five months (laughs) um and then you had the webinar and i was just like really inspired when you spoke about um you let me know that you know it's a search engine and the pinterest searches are actually coming up in google i'm just like you know what this is a great way to be found so i took the time to like make a whole Pinterest strategy, um, doing captions and re-editing my videos to format for Pinterest. And and it's only been about um, less than two months, I would say, from your webinar. And the feedback, it's it's crazy. Like, it, it probably takes me a year to get this reach on Pinterest that I've gotten in two months. <laughs> Yeah, oh, come on, Sam, you're right. You're right. It would take like a year on Instagram, is what you're saying, right? And and you're getting it in two months on Pinterest. Yeah, and I can believe that because one thing that you're really great about, and this is to help people that are listening, that are you know wanting to become entrepreneurs, or they're entrepreneurs now, but what they can do to up their game. Your videos are very aesthetic looking, very relaxing. excuse me i'm so sorry so they're very relaxing very aesthetics Uh, the aesthetics on are so appealing i love the way you set up everything even your photos are are the same way your photos are amazing also so i could totally see why this would really you know get people on pictures like wow this is amazing so i i am so happy for you you know, um, getting a Pinterest business account going and started because I, I just knew it would be a good fit for you anyway. So I'm really happy. And and for the entrepreneurs out there, if you're sleeping on Pinterest, you better stop sleeping on it. Pinterest is no joke. Yeah, business out there that is the way to do it. Oh, go ahead, Shaquana. <laughs> it's so true. Um, now this is my second month being consistent on Pinterest. And I'm getting 20K views per month. Like, what? That's huge. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why that's so huge is Shaquana only has, what do you have, like 20 followers maybe? Is that about right? Yeah, it's actually less than 20 followers. <laughs> right. So that's the other thing to keep in mind with Pinterest too, for the people that are listening. With Pinterest, you don't really have to have a followership for this just to happen. It's just the way they do their algorithm. They do it totally different from the way Instagram does it. So right there, she's getting all these views. And I'm going to tell you right now, when people are on Pinterest, they're so apt to be shopping anyway. So I am so happy for you. 20K, good for you. Yeah. Oh and another thing, in case people are not convinced, um, when I check my analytics for 
my website, I'm having more leads from Pinterest than Instagram. And even TikTok, I have more leads from TikTok than Instagram. And TikTok, I only have about 200 followers. So yeah, in addition to Pinterest, TikTok is also great as well. Um, I think for entrepreneurs, Instagram should be like your least focused. Um, you know, you want to post just so that if someone does search you on Instagram, you have the things on your feed. But for an uh, entrepreneur perspective, Pinterest and TikTok is where it's at. Instagram wants us to do ads, so they're not giving us reach like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, to me, Instagram is the last place. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. And because Instagram is becoming more geared towards that. And so we really do need to take advantage of the sites that are not as geared yet. You know, uh, TikTok is actually promoting ads too, but like you said, they have a different algorithm. And so your products will be seen differently there. So I totally agree with you. You're, you're so right about that. And Pinterest, uh, I can't say enough about Pinterest. Pinterest is just a thing that a lot of people have been sleeping on and they have got to stop it. They've got to take advantage of it. Cause I think some people didn't even realize that Pinterest does videos now. Cause I was talking to people, they're like, Pinterest does videos. I'm like, yes, they do videos now. So it's becoming really huge and the videos do really well. So highly recommend if you're an entrepreneur, you need to get your Pinterest game going for sure. Um, and I, and you know, I love uh, Shaquana's story in regards to the Pinterest and I'm so glad you did go to Pinterest webinar. I'm glad that that did help. So um, let me ask you something. Cause I, I saw this and it kind of resonated with me. I was like, oh, having this issue too. You said you walked with a limp for several months. Oh my God. Yes. It was traumatizing. <laughs> Um, so this was a point where I was going really hard in the gym and I would go twice a day doing weightlifting and hit. And I just wasn't, I guess I wasn't taking enough breaks. So I tore, um, ligaments in my knee and it hurts so bad. Like, I hope no one has to experience that pain ever, <laughs> Um, and it was a good thing that the job I was doing at the, at the time, um, I would only go into the office when needed because I had to walk with a limp. Like I had to relearn basically how to walk on one side. And then, um, you know, from me putting all the pressure on the other side, the other side started hurting too. So both of my knees were just on fire, but um, thank God I just needed a couple months of physical therapy and, you know, they're back. Um, I definitely don't have Megan knees, but they work <laughs> good enough. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, people do not realize that's why when I read this, I relate because I actually had an injury last year where I fell and totally, uh, tore my ACL. Um, then my meniscus, so I had to get my ACL reconstructed and, um, you know, worked into my meniscus, the pain, like you said, you know, I could hate someone. And, and if they told me they had, they were having these issues with their knee, I'd be like hugging them and crying for them because it's so painful. <laughs> like you said, it's very painful and it's, it's, it's hard to deal with. I'm like, even now I still have pain in my knee. And I don't even know if really I'm supposed to have it. It's not like a severe pain, by the way. Mm -hmm. But it's enough to let me know that, yeah, I had something going on with this knee. So I'm like, it's still a, a work in progress. And I had the surgery like way back in September. Um, so I'm, I'm still working on it. And now I like really rethink how I do things. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole process. And like you said, doing hip um, exercises definitely does help. I, I totally agree with that. It helps with the um, pressure and kind of getting some weights done around the knees. But I'm not one to do squats with the heavy weights. So I'm going to leave that to other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do my squats on the floor now. And um, I make sure to do like knee stretches. And I also do hip stretches because, you know, they support the knee. And yeah. I feel like that 
even those stretches help me feel um it makes me feel lighter i don't know how to explain it's like my i like i have more control over your body like you don't realize how tight your body is until you actually start moving it whether it's with yoga or exercise and i think at one point i was just so focused on exercising that i didn't take it as seriously like oh you need a stretch i'll just do like you know lift my arms or something but no if you're working out you seriously need to stretch <laughs> um so. you are so right about that and that is something that we do take for granted um warm-ups and stuff like that and so and ironically for me i was always good with warm-ups but my injury just happened from me going into a building that didn't have a mat and it, the floors were slick and I just totally went and I was trying to stop myself from falling sometimes just just let yourself fall <laughs> just let it happen because I probably would have been better off but anyway so yeah I'm getting back into my workout group because I was going to the gym every day too uh, there was a time I was doing um, the gym like twice mm-hmm. a day but when I was doing that um one one of the workouts if someone does want to do that was me just doing cardio so like i would be maybe walking mm-hmm. maybe on the treadmill sometimes i'll be walking outside um, or sometimes doing the elliptical and then the other exercise would be lifting weights but it would be like i would change up the weights that i'm doing so if you do decide to do twice just, just watch what you're doing because your body you know your body you only have one and i'm telling you <laughs> those injuries can get to you isn't that right shaquana <laughs> yes. it, it gets to you mentally too because now you're like um immobile at least for me when i had to stay in bed and stuff or i would not want to go out because you know i'm limping it's just too much so if you can avoid it please do and you know if you do want to go twice a day don't sleep on like water aerobics and pilates like it seems simple but it really gets the muscles moving that you normally wouldn't move and it's a great way to tone your body like if i do lift weights it's in the pool um i used to go to 24 hour fitness so they all have pools and classes are included in the gym membership So the water aerobics was really my favorite thing because I was able to lift weights in the pool and it didn't affect my body. Like I didn't feel any pain. Um, I might be sore, but you know, I wasn't in pain. Yeah, I totally agree. That is a great way. It's uh, doesn't, it doesn't harm the joints. And Mm -hmm. if if you're someone that's kind of um, heavy, this is something that's probably a a good fit for you. But as always, definitely, you know, a physician's advice um, mm-hmm. before doing anything that goes without saying. But you know, Shaquan is right. Definitely, um, you know, make sure that you're getting those stretches in. That's like really critical um, to get those stretches in. I, I totally agree with her. And what was so funny is um, not that it was funny, by the way, but I can relate to you about not wanting to go somewhere. I have friends that came to visit me. And I, t- I wouldn't see them because I didn't want them seeing me limping. I just, it was a, a thing for me. And people don't understand how mentally impacting that is. It, it really is. So a lot of things that happen to you physically do end up affecting you mentally. You, you're so right about that. So yeah, I didn't want to see them, especially friends I hadn't seen in a while. I'm like, I, I'm not going to them. And they see me limping around. It's not happening. and i had to wear like um the knee brace that had metal in it so it's not like you could hide it you know it's really big and bulky right right. (laughs) i'm just like you know what i'll pass like i'll see them another day (laughs) yeah i don't want it's just one of those things you don't want people to see you at your worst and you know it you just don't want it to happen you know and so I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not seeing them. And I know they were like, I think they were a little bit put off by it. But I'm like, I said, they'll just have to be put off by it. <laughs> I mentally will not be seeing, mentally or physically will not be going in to see them. So, yeah. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. It happens when I lived in New York. And you know what? People walk fast. Like, I didn't want to be dragging my feet. And like, 
<laughs> probably get oh oh my gosh yeah if you were in new york when this happened oh my gosh no oh yeah my i'm mad because i lived in new york so i i would say oh my gosh when you say people were walk fast you better not be in there walking slow i'm being really serious about that you guys the movement when you're in new york because the sidewalks are packed exactly <laughs> packed oh my gosh so yeah i know you were in a really oof I know you were hating it. Well, I'm glad that you're better. That's the important thing. Um, you know, so take care of your knees, everyone. You know, take care of your knees. Get those stretches in. We can't, we can't say it enough. Um, and so you make your own graphic tees for fun, right? But I know you're going to be selling some too, correct? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll sell them, um, but I definitely enjoy making them. Um, I felt like the graphic tees in the stores, a lot of them for women, they give like this high neck, like men cut. And I just did not like it. No, I don't like that either. Yes. It makes it look like a sleep shirt, you know, like you can't even dress it up really. Right. I I was cutting it. It just depends on my mood on the shirt. I'll sometimes cut the neck area. Yeah, so I just buy like a lot of like soft women cut shirts and um, I'll just make the graphic depending on either my mood or the shoes I want to wear and um, I have fun doing it. I just feel like I don't want to be be at a place where I feel like everything I enjoy I need to monetize. So for now, I do it for myself or like, you know, if a friend tells me, oh, that shirt is cute. I was like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll make you one or like I'll make them for my family. But I don't know if I want to put the stress of like monetization on it, because sometimes when you monetize stuff you love, you just don't even enjoy it anymore. Well, you know, that makes sense. If you're physically doing it all, oh, I can totally get that. Yeah, so I am. I have a um a cree cut, so I'm doing like cutting the vowels and everything, you know, by hand. And yeah, and then it takes me time to do it. Like, I, if you have a cree cut, you know, it's not like a one-two process. So it's like, okay, if it takes me two hours to make a shirt, I'm not gonna sell it for twenty dollars. So eat. <laughs> so I just feel like even if I do sell it, the price will be like you know a lot and you know if people can afford it they can but I just feel like I don't want to put that stress on it I want to continue just making shirts I can wear (laughs) no I I totally agree with you Shaquana that's a great way to think of it because eventually in the future that could be something that you have done you actually physically have to make it you're right it's because you know there's no way um, the time that it take that people will, you know, give you what you deserve to get out of it. I totally agree with you there. So you're smart not to do it that way. So you want to go to Cali. So, I mean, live in Cali. Yeah. So tell me about that. Um, I think it's the, like one place in the U S cause I don't want to live internationally too. I think it's the one state in the U S I want to live that I haven't lived in yet. Um, I loved being by the beach. Um, I, when I lived in Miami, that, that was some of my happiest times, like just being able to go to the beach, um, before class, after class, or, you know, whenever I felt the need to, it was perfect. Like, I know people in Cali don't really get in the water, but I feel like just being, um, in that weather and then also being in the beach and i feel like when i visited cali people are so like laid back and happy maybe it's the weather um and that's just something i i want to experience um but i also know that cali is so expensive <laughs> so i'm not sure exactly when i'll make the move but it will happen it will happen because you will have the finances to do it. Yeah, one of my goals is to live in San Diego, and I'm going to have the finance. I already made my little map of what I want to spend and, and everything. Because San Diego is very expensive, obviously, in California. Like you said, California is expensive in general. Mm-hmm. But San Diego is definitely one of those areas that's expensive because San Diego's weather is, like, perfect all year round. 
And so I've been there before and I like absolutely fell in love with it because I'm like, you know, I don't like being really hot. I, I hate being hot. I don't mind being cold. I mean, not that San Diego gets cold, by the way, but I'm just saying that out between the two, I prefer to be cold because I can't stand being really hot. That that like really bothers me. So summer is not my friend. Just keeping it really real. <laughs> but um, you know, San Diego has this very mild weather all year round, so I absolutely love it. So I'm like either there or I could even live in San Francisco. Now San Francisco, on the other hand, is not really for some people may not like San Francisco because. It may be too cool for them a little bit, mm-hmm. but I could deal with that weather. But but preferably San Diego, because I'm like you, I love the beach, and I would even get in the water. <laughs> I would. See, and I have to visit San Diego because I only I only been to LA, and you know I feel I sweat like a man, but I really don't even mind. Um, <laughs> So if San Diego is milder, I have to check it out to see if that would be You would love it because, it, like I said, it's it's the perfect weather. Um, it's not cool. It's not hot. And it's like that all year round. It is like super amazing. Now, yeah, I've been to L.A. too. So you're right. I went to L.A. one time. I could still be really hot you, you can relate to that right because i know georgia is kind of like north carolina so it can like really be hot so like when i was in la in september it was a day it was like a day that like got really hot but other than that it was actually really nice it was very pleasant it was like walking weather in september uh which is not the case for me in north carolina most of the time. I mean, there'll, there'll be some days in September that it, you can walk that's not too hot, but sometimes it's just too hot in September, in my opinion, for, like, really good walking days. So, yeah, I, I did love um, L.A. Um, I, I think you know I'm with Poshmark, obviously, so they had a, a Posh Fest in uh, Los Angeles. It was so fun. That's when I went. Loved it! <laughs> <laughs> I I love, like, the, the Posh community um i would just want to join the events without being a seller because i feel like um it's one selling platform that you guys actually help each other out and i mean obviously you know it's a little bit of competition because you guys are all selling but i feel like you guys are like selling as friends (laughs) <laughs> that's very true that's why i've always loved the poshmark um platform that is it's one of my favorites obviously i'm on several platforms as well as i have my own website also but you're right it's a, a place that um people do actually try to help each other out and yeah you would have fun you would have fun at a posh fish you would enjoy it you really would um it would be nice even like if they have a physical posh fest this year and i don't know how this could happen but it'd be nice if one of your your products was one of the um the, you know they have um the bags swag bags <laughs> your, your products would be one of it part of these swag bags that would be kind of cool but anyway yeah yeah posture is, is amazing so i don't know if it's gonna be physical this year and actually we're in june so normally we would know by now i just realized that we don't know anything and it's june already because normally they will announce something. So I guess we got to stay tuned for that. I'll let you know, Shaquana, once I find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think no one really knows um, <laughs> these yeah. days. It's just like, we're really taking it day by day. Um, yeah, yeah. because I think last year they, they made the announcement. I thought they made it in like May or something. I could be wrong, but I just realized that no announcements was made on that. So I'm, that's interesting to know. But anyway, um, what was it? there was one other thing I was going to ask you. Um, what was it? Oh, my goodness. So basically, too, you're really into your own beauty. Is this just something you just want to continue to do? Because I know you said you do your hands and nails. <laughs> you, 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 um, you do your petties and manis all of that kind of stuff so that's something you're just gonna continue to do 
Um, until I find someone that I'm satisfied with. <laughs> Another reason I don't like doing this, I feel like every time I get a service, like I leave dissatisfied, you know, like, you know, I got it done. I mean, it looks a little better than what I would probably do it, but it doesn't look professional. And um, that really disturbed me to be like, you know what? It, it's better I do it myself because it's, it's almost the same quality. Um, so well, I, I I have to agree with you. I appreciate the fact that you do it yourself just because I had a bad experience. My last uh, Petty and Manny, really bad experience because, you know, they're so pressed for time and getting you out and everything. And um, the lady that actually owned the place, which was so weird because me and her used to have really great conversations and stuff. And um, But she was, like, killing me. She was, like, hurting my feet. Um, and she was like, you need to relax. She tell, I'm like, I can't relax. You're tearing up my feet. I didn't tell her that because I just didn't want to be going to that confrontational place, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was tearing up my feet. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then after that, she does my um, nails and she is so rough that literally she uh, caused one of my fingers to bleed right there while she's doing it. And um, so I'm just like looking at her as she's doing it. I said, I know she sees the blood there. I'm like, looking at her, I'm like it's right there. It's like, she, she's like, you know, I'm just like, look at her, I said, but I'm not going to start because I just don't like to have confrontations. I try to avoid them if at all possible. Yeah, I was like I said, I'm just simply not going to go back, and I haven't. I have not gone back after that because I said that was just really, you know, crazy. Nobody wants to go there to be placed in pain. You yeah, know? I feel like um, when I was younger, like getting my hair done, getting my nails done, like I felt good after I left. Right, right. <laughs> now that I'm like older and you would think the quality got better is like no i i don't know um you know i i don't want to talk about people that have aspirations or whatever but i feel like the beauty industry just needs a whole um revolution or something (laughs) i i think it really does depend on the owners i really do because i i agree with you because back in the day when I was in my 20s, I used to model. And so I was getting my nails done back then. And there weren't a lot of people getting nails done. Um, probably most of the people that are getting nails done, they were making a lot of money. Um, it just wasn't a, a commonplace thing. You know what I mean? And this was even before gel gels came out. You know, it was the, um, they used acrylic back then. Mm-hmm. And um, so I would get my nails done. And, you know, the salons you go to, you know, everybody's talking, everyone's friendly, it was laid back, you know, your nails look so super awesome, you know, it, it was, it was, it was mind blowing. And then people would always comment on your nails because obviously it wasn't something that was commonly done. I was like one of the few people that was getting my nails done back then. It was just a great experience. And, um... Back to the hair thing, um, I would go to the salon that this lady owned, and the owner would actually do my hair. She was so amazing. She has such an amazing personality. She made you feel so good. I mean, your hair just, like, grew, like, crazy because she was just amazing. I hate it when she she left the location that I was in, but but you're right. Some people just, they're on, um, I think the word for it is they're into quantity over quality. And what I mean by that is they don't want to give the quality because they're so busy trying to get that quantity. Yes. Um, and I, I, I think people just don't even really like it. I feel like when you do hair, like it needs to be something you actually like. And like back in the days, the stylists actually liked to do hair. I feel like, you know, we have Instagram and all these social platforms and we see like, successful um hairstylists and and nail artists and i think they're like they want more of the lifestyle that these um people have so they're just like oh you know they're they're making a lot of money doing this so i'm gonna do it and it's like but you're not good 
for the money and they don't have the love of you're right about that because when somebody loves doing hair you I cannot tell you what a difference it makes and I, and like the lady I was telling you that did she loved doing hair she was amazing at it I had a friend that loved doing hair she decided never to go into the industry but she loved doing hair and she was super amazing at it i mean you know so you're, you're so right about that I, oh, that we, we could preach on that right like one of my um best friends she's a nail artist in new york and you know she's been doing it for years like um probably right after high school and I can tell the difference from when I go to her to get my nails done until when I go to like anyone else. Like the nails actually last. Like the hand painting is actually even. Like it actually looks good. And you know, she did the whole cosmetology thing, but she doesn't actually do hair. Um, but then when she does my hair, it's better than when I go to the salon. So I just feel like there's no love in it. And yeah, this is why we need people to <laughs> feel love and also give the love because you can tell, um, you know, when someone is just doing something just because. And they brewing heart swan. Hello, anybody? Brewing heart swan. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta love what you're doing because we want the customers to feel love when they leave. <laughs> but anyway, um, What's some advice that you would give someone that wants to be an entrepreneur to stay in time? Um, I think just go for it. Um, I think for myself, like I would have started this business a long time ago, but when I first thought of it, I'm like, oh, like I need to have a store or I need some more money or like I'm not, um, popular or whatever and the time when I started was during the pandemic like you know it was the worst conditions and um and everything worked out even better than I would have thought so I think if there's people like sleeping on an idea or you, you like I feel like you know what to do but we allow like fear or doubt or like maybe you're the first one that you know that that's gonna have a business so you get scared um just really do it like you'll learn along the way and when i say that i don't mean like you know try to do something that actually requires a certain skill like you can't just decide to be a doctor or something you know like you have to actually know what you're doing but just start it you'll learn marketing you'll learn branding and all these other things that you worry about um, you learn along the way and then when you start you have your own data to see what works and what doesn't work um, so yeah start is the most important thing and then two um, when I'm actually working, I used to listen to R&B because that's just what I love. But um, now I've been listening to audiobooks while I get my work done or um, just instrumentals. And it seemed like a simple change, but literally my mind has expanded so much. Like I have better ideas and... Um, and I just feel like my mind is clearer. Um, so yeah, the the musical words are great, but it does kind of allow you to feel the person's emotions or whatever. So listening to audiobooks about like, it doesn't even have to be self-improvement. That's just what I choose, but at least I'm learning throughout the day. And when you listen to just the instrumentals, it leaves your mind open where you can think about you have time to have these great ideas and stuff while you're being productive so it's like productive times too <laughs> i love that shaquana you are so right i i find that when i immerse myself in things dealing with entrepreneurship um you know motivation um, you know, building, you know, building your brand and stuff like that, it really does help elevate you. And you're right. And the ideas start to flow. 
and and the key thing is um, that I want to leave people with, and I actually got this from Les Brown, but it's so critical. You will come up with a lot of ideas. Write them down. Write them down. Don't, don't. And if you can't write, let's say you're in a car, somehow, you know, get the record option on your phone and record it really quick and then write it down later. But write your ideas down. It doesn't matter that you don't know how to do it. You don't have the money to do it. Those things don't really matter. But when you write ideas down and you keep them, the universe has a way of helping you to implement those ideas. They really do. So firm believer in that. Shaquana, you're just such an inspiration. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to me. I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. And is there any last words you want to um, say before we close out? Um, I just want to thank you for inviting me to do this. Um, you know, it's, it was great. Um, and... Um, I think my last words are just to do things with love, um, you know, do things with great intention. I know, like, we try, we want things from people, and it's fine. Like, it, it's great to have an exchange with people, but just do things with love. Like, literally, your life ends up being better when you're not going into everything with, like, an expectation of someone else. Just the expectation should be from your end like you know this is what I want to do for myself or I want to do but don't put expectations on other people it's, it's for you like you know life is your journey um and yeah so that's all I really have to say um you guys can find me on Instagram at Bruinhearts T um that's also so the Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest. Um, I'm on Etsy. So if you are gifting the teas, um, there's a complimentary thank you note. And I print them on Hallmark cards, um, you know, because a lot of people do gift it. So I figured I'll do this in the beautiful way that I could think to do. Um, and I'm just a DM away. If you have any questions, uh, message me and I'll respond within at least 48 hours. And yeah, this is great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, Shaquan is a super individual. I'm just very happy to have met her and I'm happy that she joined today. I'm glad to call her a friend. Well, everyone enjoy. Um, definitely um, tell your friends about this podcast as well and get those Get those Brunhart teas. Get those tea bags. Give them out. Gift them. Do what have you. All right. Thanks, Shaquana. Bye. Thank you. Bye.